I was sitting on the frayed plastic webbing of my only aluminum lawn chair, reading an old paperback copy of Tobacco Road, when Dino drove up in an 81 Pontiac Bonneville that was the color of the foam on top of a golf wave. He stopped the car, got out, and crunched across the oyster shell drive to where I was sitting in the shade of one of the dark green oleander bushes that surrounded my house. Dino's house, really, but he was letting me live there. Nameless, the big orange tomcat who shared the house with me, slipped out from under the bush where he'd been chasing a gecko and clawed at Dino's pants leg. I think he's beginning to warm up to me, Dino said. Nameless sat back and looked up at him, green-eyed and expectant. Meow, he said. He thinks you're here to feed him, I said, slipping the business card I used for a bookmark into Tobacco Road and closing the book. Just about the only time you come by is when I'm not here and you're taking care of him. Dino looked around uneasily. He didn't like being out of his house where he spent most of his time watching television. For a while he'd been hooked on the soaps and then on talk shows, but now that the local cable franchise had added a 24-hour infomercial channel, he watched it almost constantly. Let's go outside, he said. It's hot out here. It was a typical Sunday afternoon in spring on the Texas coast, warm and only slightly muggy. There was a breeze from the gulf stirring the oleander leaves and pushing along the puffy flat-bottomed clouds overhead. It's not so bad, I said. Maybe not, but I need a place to sit down. It wasn't that he needed a place to sit any more than it was the heat. It was just that Dina was never comfortable unless he was inside, and he was only marginally comfortable inside unless he was in his own house. I stuck the book under my arm and stood up. You read some funny stuff, Dino said. Some of it's pretty funny, I said, taking out the book and looking at the cover, but not all of it. You know what I mean? I bet there's nobody else in the whole country reading that book right now. He was probably right. Not too many people cared about Erskine Caldwell these days. Maybe that's why I was reading the book. It was considered pretty hot stuff at one time, I said. When was that? A long time ago. Let's go in. We went inside and Nameless followed in hopes that someone might give him something to eat. It wouldn't have mattered if he'd eaten only ten minutes before. He was always ready to eat again if he got the chance. I'll feed you later, I told him, and he flopped down by my ratty sofa and started grooming himself, licking under his front paw, then dragging the paw across his face. You want a big red? I asked, you know. Is that all you have? Jesus, true. Don't you know that stuff will kill you? I know this guy who works for the distributor, and he tells me they never keep it around the warehouse for very long after it goes in the can. He said it eats right through the aluminum. If my stomach were lined with aluminum, I'd be worried. I've got ginger ale, though, if you want it. I guess that'll have to do. The house was furnished in early thrift shop. Dino sat in a recliner that wouldn't recline, and I went into the kitchen. Nameless got up, stretched, and followed me. How about turning on the air, Dino yelled. I didn't use the air conditioning much. The house was made of stone and surrounded by oleander bushes, and there was always a breeze blowing in from the gulf through the open windows. Dino would have felt better if the windows were closed. I couldn't afford to pay the electric bill if I ran the air. I said that, laying my book on the counter and opening the refrigerator. 
I had two liters of Big Red in a plastic bottle. As far as I could tell, it hadn't eaten its way through the plastic yet. There were no telltale red spots on the bottom of the refrigerator. Well, to tell the truth, there were a couple of red spots, but I figured them for rust. The ginger ale was in green and white cans. They weren't leaking either. I poured some Big Red in a glass and popped open one of the cans of ginger ale for Dino. Nameless was watching me, hopefully. He said, I told you I'd feed you later, I said. He followed me back into the living room. I handed Dino his drink and sat on the sofa.